listening. This is Casually Speaking with Sean Rutherford. Hey guys, it's me, Sean Ryan here with Casually Speaking. Um, Just want to give a quick shout out to all you guys that have continued to listen to my podcast. Um, I really want to give you a big thank you for that. Um, Just want to give you guys a heads up. Uh, I am recording all my interviews remotely and there's a lot of different uh, mitigating factors with that, with internet connection, you know, audio quality and everything like that. So if you see a little bit of a dip or any of my interviews where we're kind of interrupting each other, it's honestly, we're not being rude or anything it's just an internet thing um so i hope you guys all enjoy this um these these next couple of episodes and everything like that uh nothing but love for you guys thank you so much bye guys it's sean ryan here with casually speaking another episode for you i'm actually breaking some history today because i've got a first lady monster on the podcast today uh say hi to my friend donna here and donna say hi to the audience hey what's up everybody <laughs> <laughs> so um it was a little struggle getting you on the uh, on the podcast today but it's okay we're past it now right. um, <laughs> um the social distancing thing is is getting kind of crazy um so uh, without further ado, we're going to kind of just dive into it here. Um, right. So I wanted to ask you, like I ask everybody, my first question is, uh, since you do jujitsu, uh, what got you into it? Like what was the, um, how did you start and everything? Um, well, I'll start with my background with martial arts in high school, well, middle school to like um, junior high school, I was in Kempo for a while, which was more striking. I had to stop that due to like scheduling conflicts with school. And mm-hmm. eventually I wanted to get back into martial arts. I didn't know it was going to take me like another 12 to 15 years to start up again, but uh, <laughs> it did take that long. And so mm-hmm. I was looking for something just like to kind of have like as an outlet. And I'm like, I need to get back into this. I keep telling myself I'm going to do this and I never do. So, um, there was this person at work, uh, you remember Kalena, um, mm-hmm. she kept posting these things about starting jujitsu and she was talking about how much she loved it. And I'm like, well, you know, okay, I'll try that. And I know that it was deemed as one of the most difficult martial arts to, to go with. And I'm like, well, okay, well, I'm always up to the challenge. So let's see what this is all about. Not knowing anything about it, mind you, we only did <laughs> <laughs> with, with with Kempo, we had like special days where we did like a little bit of grappling, which I always found the, the most fun, but I never understood anything about it. Um, mm-hmm. So she's like, come back to my gym. And it was uh, a gi based uh, practice. It was um, off of uh, Half Gracie. And it was down in Mish Viejo, mm-hmm. like down the street from work. So it's easy to get to. And so I went there for my first day, having no idea what was going on. And so she was there. She walked me through it. I went through the class and... I can tell you now, I remember leaving, I had the biggest smile on my face as I was just like <laughs> drenched in, I don't know how much sweat, like I don't think I've sweat so much in my life. <laughs> yeah. And me already being so out of shape, I was just like, all right, this was fun. Let's do it again. 
Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it was kind of like a without question at that point. Like I still obviously had no idea what was going on. I still had no idea what to expect. But I'm like, no, how about I just dive into this? So the next day I signed up. Um, mm-hmm. more like the next week, but I got the paperwork and everything and I gave it to her. She took it to the professor at that school and then I was signed up and it was kind of like an immediate hook since then. And it's, it's been quite the journey, but, um, from that, I stayed at that school for about seven months and on and off throughout the week, the professor did have no gi classes. And again, not knowing what that was, you know, found out it's without the gi and it's with either, you know, in t-shirt and shorts or compression gear or anything like that and when we had those mm-hmm. classes I realized that those were the ones that I looked forward to the most and mm-hmm. there was just a different aspect to it it was it was far more challenging and then with you since we <laughs> work together <laughs> you you found out that I started to train you're just like oh hey so you train jiu-jitsu now and so I, I talked to you about like what we're learning what we're doing and then I had mentioned how I wanted to go kind of more down the nogi path and so with you being in 10th planet you're just like well come to my school for for a class and see how you like it <laughs> and, and that's and the, the rest is history but I, I will say that first night and I want to make this pretty clear my very first official nogi 10th planet night was at orange for Wes's advanced class I am a I was a beginner so, mm-hmm. and that was the, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, that was probably the, the hardest class I've ever been through, but it was a thousand percent worth it. And I remember it to the T. I remember at the end of the night, I wanted to throw up so bad, but I didn't. Um, <laughs> I literally had to like wring sweat out of my rash guard. I know that's really gross, but we've all done it. Come on. Like, yeah. you can't deny that. Um, yeah. But after that, I was just like, this is exactly what I'm looking for. Like, it's, mm-hmm. it's such, it was such a challenge for me. And not to mention, like, it was incredibly welcoming when I walked in there. And I was so nervous because I'm like, I only know one person and it's Sean. I don't know anyone else here. And everyone's all like, I was, I was really intimidated to, to say the least. Like, I was, I was really nervous because I'm like, these guys look like they're pretty hard. But everyone else, they all be, ended up being so friendly and like just big teddy bears. And it's, it's been such a ride since then. And I, I can, will continue to go with it, of course. Like, I'm kind of hooked for life at this point. But yeah. that specific class, I remember I was just like, this is going to be fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited. Yeah. Um, I, I, I can't remember if I told you if it was an advanced class, but I knew because obviously we worked together and yeah. I knew your schedule. I knew mine. Yeah. And I was like, she's only going to be able to make it to advance. But <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> yeah. But, <laughs> but and, and then after that, before I actually signed up, I actually like dove into the, the 10th Planet website and I was like, OK, well, here are the locations, here are the classes they offer and kind of like read up on the coaches at each different gym and what they do. And so I'm like, OK, well what's the difference between fundamentals and advanced and obviously that's self-explanatory now but me being a newbie then I was like I don't know what's going on so let's just go Mm -hmm. with this one so my Mm -hmm. my first introduction to the 10th planet system even I mean just jujitsu was in an an advanced class and Mm -hmm. me not knowing or understanding the fundamental fundamentals before going in was pretty nerve-wracking but at the same time I'm like if I can get through this I'm pretty sure I can get through the rest of it (laughs) I think I'll be fine because the fact it's that I like even, a, like, survived that night was just, you know, it was great. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like a baptism by fire, what you did. Like, exactly. you just dove right into it. Was that was that the first 
was it the first night where I bruised your ribs on accident? Was that was that your first or was that like the first week? I can't remember. I think it was I think it was the first class after I officially signed up because I remember it was it was that ah, yeah. night and then you had told me about um the actual Lady Monster classes starting with um Micah mm-hmm. and Sella. Mm-hmm. That class, the first free class um with Wes at Orange. And then I did the Lady Monster class, I think it was a couple of weeks later, just to still kind of get a feel for it, because it is free to, to everyone, including non Ten Planet members. So I'm like, okay, well, that's appealing. Let's, let's try that out. And I got to meet all these different women, and they're all so badass, and they're just, they're amazing people. And Mike and Sella putting that together is just, it's a, it's, a, it's a great class for women who are interested to just come and check it out. And whether you like it or not, knowing that that's available to you, I think is is definitely a plus. But then I, I remember I had messaged you saying like, Hey, can I come by for one more class just to make sure this is exactly what I want to do? Because it is mm-hmm. an investment of time and money. And you want to make like with, with anything in general, you want to make sure that you can like put the work into what you're investing in. So I'm like, can I just come by for one more before I officially sign up? And I think you had uh, talked to Wes and he said it was okay. And then it was a week after that that I finally did sign up. I literally walked in and I gave him my credit card. I'm like, sign me up before I change my mind. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> but I think it well, was like the week after that is when you bruised my ribs. <laughs> yeah, that might've been it. Yeah. So just so you guys know, uh, yeah. So I'll, I'll, I'll totally own up to it and everything <laughs> like that. But um, I had Donna's, I had Donna's back and, and here's the thing. If you've never rolled with Donna, like I always tell her all the time, like you're, you're a competitor, like you roll, <laughs> Like you have something to do and uh, you were being a little feisty. I had your back and I put you in a uh, a body triangle Mm -hmm. and you were all like, that shit doesn't hurt. And I was like, (laughs) okay. (laughs) And I just tightened the vice grip a little bit too much. Mm -hmm. um, And I ended up bruising her ribs. Uh, I felt really bad about it. but (laughs) He did. He felt um, terrible. <laughs> I was like, "Oh God, <laughs> I should have, I, I should have done a half step, not a full step." <laughs> but, but, and then I was, I was so terrified. I was like, "Oh my God, I just broke my toy!" Like that was it. That was, it's the one thing you never do, and I did it. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I honestly, I wanted to ask you about that too because obviously, me being a guy, like, and jujitsu in intent planet and gi and everything like that it's predominantly a male sport mm-hmm. like there are women in it mm-hmm. and i wanted to ask like what i mean first off though i do have to give a, give a shout out to to the lady monster class like i thought that was just a brilliant idea and i think you came when they first started mm-hmm. i think they had a couple of them before but it wasn't like a a monthly thing or a weekly thing whatever they do and honestly i don't even know because men aren't even allowed like it's like I don't even know when they are except when like I see you guys post it then I just repost it for any of my my uh my women friends out there Mm -hmm. um I don't see female because Brenda hates my fiance she hates the word female so it's just (laughs) trained out of me um but but I always reposted them but I really don't know when it happens and everything like that but now it's a consistent thing Mm -hmm. and I got it I got to really give that a shout out because I can only imagine how almost like intimidating it is when it's just like a room full of just dudes and you're like maybe the only girl there and you're like uh but now obviously we're all family we all we all love each other exactly exactly yeah 
Um, but I think like the lady monster is such a great class. And like, I wanted to ask you, like, what were your feelings and what were your, your thoughts going into all that? Going into like the lady monster class or just in general? Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, knowing like when, when I was first signing up and you had said, Hey, you should check out this class. It's, it's all women and they're just starting out. I was really excited mainly because Mm -hmm. yeah, when the classes that I've gone to have mainly been, um, male, male dominant. So it's like, I'd be the only chick or one of three chicks. excuse me um but when the idea of a a ladies only class came up I was really excited so the fact that that was also one of my first introductions to the 10th planet family I thought that was really cool but the environment where it's all just women and there's no males around I mean it's it's not like I personally wouldn't mind that but it's supposed I think Mm -hmm. it's mainly supposed to be like it's just us girls it's just us girls, mm-hmm. so we can kind of be ourselves. It's not that we're not, but it's like we can be ourselves. We can be comfortable in this environment, and it can be, you know, it's for women taught by women. And mm-hmm. I, I think that dynamic is is really good, especially for any females out there, excuse me, women out there who um, are interested. <laughs> you, you can say it. <laughs> I just can't. <laughs> any, any women out there who are interested in, in trying a martial art, even though it is mainly jujitsu, you know, there's self-defense stuff that, that can be thrown in there too. I think the idea of having that class open it being free to all women is is mm-hmm. very inviting and it's and it's a- attractive to women who are just like, well, I want to learn this, but I don't really know. But if you know that it's going to be just literally all women, like there won't be men on the sidelines, um, like filming for class or taking pictures, there won't be men like looking in and watching. And you can kind of relax a little bit more. Like it's it's hard to it's kind of hard to explain without you know, like hurting people's feelings. And I'm sure you can kind of understand it's not that we mind, but we do want that environment where it can just be us. At least that's, that would be my personal perspective on it. And it's, it's a little more relaxed, you know, we're with people that are kind of our same body strength, body height, body shape and everything. So we don't feel intimidated, even though that's not necessarily the word that I want to use, but it's the one that fits, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So I think, I mean, I also have to, you know, give a shout out to them as well, Micah and Sal. I think them putting this, the Lady Monster class together is a brilliant idea. And I hope it continues and keeps going. I mean, we've been having it on a monthly basis and it's usually like the Mm -hmm. last Friday of every month, but um, with certain circumstances and everything, it really depends on when it can be put on, but they try to be as frequent as possible with it. But the fact that it, it's been maintained for the past two years and the same people keep showing up and keep supporting, it just, it means a lot for especially the women who are with the 10th Planet family and the ones who aren't, who are trying to see what they can do if they want to do jujitsu, if they just want to do self-defense. Having that option open, I think, is is really nice to have out there for everyone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, and I think, like, the classes are taught by... They're not slouches no. for sure. Both of them are just killers on no, the mat. Fierce. So <laughs> it's it's not like you're getting like any second string or anything. They're definitely first string killers exactly. out there. Like um I mean I have nothing respect for those two. Like they're they're awesome people. And and yeah, I, w- I would definitely like like echo that back cuz it's it's a really cool idea. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like it's like a you know, uh girls rule men drool kind of thing it's just more of like it's a family-based kind exactly. of deal like it's like exactly like you guys really I mean you tell tell me all the time like hey you know they're hitting me up and everything like that and you guys like talk outside of the class mm-hmm. and everything and I, I think it's a it's a good thing because since 
Orange County is so spread out, uh, 10th Planet Orange County, it's like, you might only see like a couple of girls uh, at one mm-hmm. gym, but like, there's, I, I'd probably say there's more than 50, you know yeah. what I mean? Like that are enrolled with us, but we're all just so, they're all just so scattered about like just having that one class um, really is a great opportunity for everybody to kind of come yeah, together. Come together yeah. and like see new faces and meet people who you haven't met before. Even meeting people who come from not just Orange County, but from like Riverside or Murrieta or LA or even San Diego. Or even just people who mm-hmm. are in town for a specific competition, like they come from out of state and they, they come in and mm-hmm. they, they see that this class is available, so they come to it. It's it's really great for, like you said, for all of us just kind of have one night where we can all get together. So we're not just saying, hey, who's going to be at this gym tonight? Who's going to be at this gym tonight? So we can try to get everyone together. Having that one yeah. designated night is is great for us to kind of schedule to to be in one class together so we can all see each other at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's really awesome. Like, um, I, and it, you, you do have a point. Like there are people that coming from other gyms and everything like that, like Rhodes, I'm sure she's oh, yeah. come to, to those classes and like, it's just everyone from anywhere is, is welcome. And honestly, like just to kind of even unfocus a little bit, I, that's what I love about 10th planet is that we're so mm-hmm. open, you know, like, even though we're only no gi, you would think that we're like elitist and being like, wow, the gi's dumb. You know, <laughs> it's like, no, like if you do gi and like, you're like, hi, I, I have a no gi competition. Can I come over for a second? Mm-hmm. We're always more than welcome. <clears throat> we aren't lo- like, we aren't elitist. I want, I, I'd say we're, we're loyal, but we're not like, we're not exclusive. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. Uh, we're very yeah. inclusive. Like if people want to come in and check it out, then yes, check it out. Absolutely. If it's not your thing, fine. If it is, then stick around. Um, to touch yeah. off of that, um, one of my old training partners from the Half Gracie gym that I went to in the Gi, he has been doing more Nogi and he did have a Nogi competition recently. Um, I think at the beginning of the year, but he was hitting me up like, Hey, when you're your open mats, I know it's mostly Nogi, but that's what I'm training for. Can I come in and roll with you guys? I'm like, yeah, absolutely. And he did. He, he came mm-hmm. by to orange. He came by to Chris Mesa a couple of times and, and got in some pretty solid roles to, to prep for his competition. And I'm sure he enjoyed that because he does want to keep coming back since I don't know where mm-hmm. there are a lot of other open mats. Like I, that's not something I, I have a chance, have had a chance to sit down and research, but he hits me mm-hmm. up like, Hey, are you guys having open mat this week? Or and like, what times are they at? What gyms are open? And he's been by and he's even brought a couple of his training partners by as well. So it is always open to everybody. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I think, I think I ran into him once. Uh, and then like a, another time he came over, I was sick or something like that. I couldn't go to the yeah. open mat, but yeah. And, and that's the thing. It's like, yeah, whoever's, whoever's, whoever, I don't care. Like we'll, we'll roll with you. It doesn't matter. I mean, even in Fullerton, like I've heard of people showing up in a mm-hmm. gi and like rolling with us. And we're like, okay, all right, that's <laughs> fine. Like, whatever. It's just going to get really hot for you, but that's okay. <laughs> but, but hey, it's like, but, it, it's not like we're saying, like, <clears throat> if you walk in, in a gi, we're not going to be like, ew, who's that person? No, come on in. Take a load off. Come train with yeah. us. Absolutely. Come in. Like that, that family aspect, that um, inclusive aspect where it's like, we want to come in like with we want you to come in with like our arms open and everything I think is really important especially to to bring Mm -hmm. people in who are like should I do this should I not do this like yes absolutely just come and try it like there's no discrimination there's no exclusivity or anything just come in and try it 
see if it's if it's yeah. your thing and if you come back awesome if you don't then okay that's that's their decision but the fact that they don't turn anyone away who wants to try it out i mean i'm not saying any gyms do that but you know whether you train gi or no gi you're still welcome so yeah exactly yeah and it's it's kind of cool like um i mean there's there was a, a ufc fighter his name was a uh, cub mm-hmm. swanson who he recently was training for a fight and he was actually he was training for or against crone gracie and he had a lot of pushback, a lot of pushback with a lot of jujitsu schools being like, no, we're not going to train you or anything like that. And he ended up training with us Mm -hmm. over at orange for, for a while. Um, I was nerding out the entire time (laughs) and being all like, I was like, Oh my God, dude, you're one of my heroes. I think we all were all just like, Oh my God, is that Cub Swanson? Oh my God. Oh my God. He's in the gym right now. He's like two feet from me. Oh my God. (laughs) I think, I think you were there the first time he came and like, I just ran over to you. I was like, Donna, (laughs) there's Cub Swanson here. He's, he's right over there. Like, Oh my God. And you're like, no. And I'm like, no, that's him. Like, that's him. Like how to do a double take. Like, why does that guy look so familiar? Oh my God. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, I mean, and that's the thing is it's like, I mean, he was dealing with all this drama and everything like that. And, I mean, if you want to look it up, you can. I mean, he was very vocal about it. But it's like with us, it's like, dude, yeah, no, come on in. Like, it's fine. Like, you do what you want to do, man. And uh, it is it is what yeah. it is, you know. Um, and what was kind of cool about it, too, is some of his grappling coaches actually did little special guest, like, uh, tips and tricks and everything like that, too. So it was just a really yeah. cool thing, you know. Um and Ed, obviously, I'm I'm never going to be a competitor up at that level, but it's kind of cool to say like, yeah, I train with Cub Swanson, <laughs> you, oh, you yes. know. <laughs> it's, it's very cool. Like, um, I think because I still hang out with some of my friends from from the older gym, and I told them that once, and they were just mm-hmm. like, no fucking way. And I'm like, yeah, he he's come in like three times this week. <laughs> he's been like two feet yep. from me. Yeah, I think I actually got to like have a <laughs> conversation with him, and you know, because yes, he is a celebrity amongst like the the fighting Mm. and MMA world but talking Mm -hmm. to him like he's just a regular guy I'm sure he appreciates that as well instead of being like oh my god god, can I shake your hand you know it's like I'm sure he likes that as well but also being able to just converse with people who train who are not professional fighters just like as a regular guy I mean I think that would also be important especially since like what you were saying they wouldn't train him and he's like i need somewhere to train and then he showed up at our gym so i'm sure he was yeah. really appreciated that as well but it was definitely a starstruck moment i think for everybody who's <laughs> there those nights yeah exactly <laughs> nerding out like oh my god <laughs> so <laughs> well i think too like because he like showed up late so like it wasn't like he just showed up and we all saw him but like we're all done with fundamentals and i'm like what the hell is cup swanson <laughs> doing here <laughs> like we're all just turning like what <laughs> yeah which it's kind of funny though now because it's like i mainly train at irvine and i mean i see cheeto i see carlos barza i see you know alex and like i I see them all the time and they're like big time ufc fighters too like carla's upcoming fight is is coming up this uh well whenever it's it's happening like yeah yeah so yeah (laughs) (laughs) but if it is happening we'll see um but I mean, uh, she's, she's on the card, you know, it's like, it's, it's crazy, but like, it's just one of those things though. Cause like, they're kind of like, they're, they're team 10 planet, they're team Oyama. So it's like, 
it's not as like oh my gosh <laughs> what is this person doing here <laughs> you but know at the same time like um, having the opportunity to be like oh yeah I, I, I train at the same gym as that person I mean you you gotta admit that's kind of cool like that's really really cool yeah it is kind of cool that. and not like in like a yeah in like how you're showing off like oh yeah this person I, they train at my gym it's like no we train with them at their gym technically so yeah it's, it's a really cool exactly. thing but also being able to be there and like see them train like without having cameras or this like celebrity around them it's it you know they're they're all just regular people too and they're they're doing what they love and they're training for their own fights and their own competitions and like they're they're doing the same thing that we are they're just they're they're in it to win and they're in it professionally it's it's a completely different atmosphere i'm sure like i can't imagine what their schedule would be but to kind of be in the same environment as them and like watch them do what they do it's really cool like just to kind of observe like that's and and yeah just be like hey i know that person (laughs) well and it's like if you if you get good enough and everything like that and you you roll with them Mm -hmm. and everything like that you're part of their their journey now you know what I mean and like that's what I think is so cool about it is it's like hey I rolled with this person and they went off and they they went to the UFC and they they rear naked choked the guy just like they rear naked (laughs) choked me (laughs) you know and it's like oh man like yeah he got I was one of his reps (laughs) you know uh it's just kind of cool you know it's kind of cool to kind of be in that environment and like I mean just so everyone knows, like, obviously we've talked about it. Donna and mm-hmm. I, we work together and we work in an office. Well, not right yeah. now. We're working from home, yeah. but <laughs> we, we work in an office where literally 99% of the people there think yeah. we're crazy. <laughs> like, they're like, oh my gosh. Cause like, I'll come in with a limp and they're like, oh God, Sean, you really need to stop doing this. And I'm like, uh, no, I'm not. <laughs> And then Donna will come in with a limp. <laughs> and then they always ask me if I did it. And I'm like, hey, that only happened ask, once. Or okay? they'll ask me if I did it. And I'll be like, yeah, I did. <laughs> yes, exactly. I think, I think there was, a, to, yeah, to bounce off of it, there was one time where we were like doing introductions with uh, new, new employees. And I had mentioned I trained martial arts. Mm-hmm. And then one of, the, one of the, the new people, they were like, oh, it's your fault. It's the reason why that other guy was limping. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> and then I was like, oh, maybe. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> it could have been me. <laughs> but the fact that they made that connection, I was just like, oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, it's, it's one of those things. Like, I used to hide it. I used to be like, yeah, no. And then it, it would be like a slow burn. But everyone would always tell them, like, Sean yeah. does martial arts. And I'm like, ah, gosh, dang it. Might as it. well just own it, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, okay, well, I mean, yeah. it is what it is. <laughs> and there are also other people. It's going to yeah, come out exactly. eventually. And it's like, there are people in the office that you've seen where they can't believe that I actually do this. Just because, like, of how I am in the mm-hmm. office and, like, how I, like, present myself and everything. They can't imagine me actually doing something like that. So one person was actually mm-hmm. like, hey, if you record your matches, let me see them. I want to actually see you do this. And so I showed them to her and she was just like, oh, my God, that's so badass. I didn't, I couldn't believe this for the longest <laughs> yes. time. And now I can see you actually doing it. That's so cool. And I'm like, well, I told you. <laughs> I told you so. Yeah. Well, and I mean, and that was like, cause I would always tell them too. I'm like, you guys are sleeping on Donna. Like she's a straight <laughs> up competitor. Like she, 
during matches, she has fire in her eyes and wants to kill that person. And <laughs> <laughs> they're like, no, no, no. Donna's such a sweetheart. And I'm like, yeah, she is, but she's a dang killer if, like, you're across from her on a match. <laughs> like, she'll rip I mean, your dang head yeah, off. That's, that's the goal. <laughs> yeah. It's it's just one of those things. Like it's it's funny, yeah. you know. Um, but yeah, so it's it's just one of those crazy things, though, because like we're we're in an environment where everyone's pretty sedentary in in the call center and everything. It's your stereotypical call center. We all are in cubes yeah. and everything like that. But it's like it's just kind of cool to be like, yeah, on my off time, I train with these elite players and like you know, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. better for it. You know, um, it, it's just one of those weird things. Like I, I joke about it all the time in the office where I'm like, guys, the reason why I'm so level headed most of the time, most of the time, never towards her, but she gets to, she gets to hear my, my commentary <laughs> towards other people. <laughs> but, um, like, I'm like, most of the time when I'm level headed, it's just because like, I do this, it's such a, like a, it's like a, a cleansing thing, really, like how we, we kind of go after it. And like, you, you'll have a bad day sometimes. And like, you'll be like, Hey, are you going to this gym and everything like that? I'm like, yeah. And then like, I always tell you too. I'm like, yeah, beat me up. Like destroy me. I remember one time you're having a really hard week. Like it was a rough week and it was like, show up on Thursday and just beat (laughs) me up, you know? And it's like, you did like you were you were ripping <laughs> arms off me like going after everything and I was so proud <laughs> oh yeah but it's just one of those things like on Friday you were doing just fine yeah you know? it's it I mean I have to but, I have to agree with that it is it is sort of a a cleanse I think that's a, a proper word for it especially in in an office environment like you said where you're you're sitting around most of the time you know you're you're sitting on your butt in a cubicle mm-hmm. and now mind you i love my job i do but you're you're sitting on your butt mm-hmm. and it's like you you have this outlet afterwards no matter how your day goes but especially for the bad days because the bad days when you're just mentally drained and you don't want to do shit for the rest of the day you want to go home and have like a nice cold beer and just dive into netflix it's so easy to just be lazy and those are the days mm-hmm. um, where it's like, I'll tell you, like, I don't think I'm going to train tonight. I'm just having a crappy day. And then you'll just get on my ass and be like, no, you, you get to the gym tonight. Like, I want to see you there tonight. And then mm-hmm. I do go and it ends up being the better decision of the two. Um, but mm-hmm. having like saying that it's 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 a cleanse, you know, I can definitely agree with that, especially from especially like from the mental aspect. I mean, it's. I'm going to go mm-hmm. ahead and just kind of dive into it. It's something that I was kind of wondering whether or not I should bring it up. Another another reason why I did mm-hmm. start, like, finally take the leap to get back into martial arts was there, there was a mental health aspect to it. You know, we deal with a lot of anxiety and kind of, like, depression surrounding us. And I'm sorry if it gets a little too personal, but I just want to make it kind of clear. Around the time that I started Mm -hmm. jiu-jitsu is when I kind of went on my own as far as, like, my mental health journey because I was, you know, everyone, we go and see doctors and everything, and they they did have me on a medication. And it got to a point where I'm just, like, I'm Mm -hmm. fucking tired of taking this. Like, I'm tired of having to pay for it. I'm tired of having to worry about, oh, shoot, did I remember to take my pill today? And it was kind of perfect Mm -hmm. timing because when I stopped taking them, that's when I started training and it was just this very smooth transition to where 
I could actually Mm -hmm. take whatever skills that I learned to cope with any like being like having really depressive days or anxious days or anything like that, taking those skills to cope with and then also combining it with a physical activity that's not just physical, but also mental because you're not just throwing a punch, Mm -hmm. you're not just throwing a kick, you're trying to plan your next moves. Like you have plan A, but you have to have plan B, C and D set up as well. So being able to like have something else to focus on does kind of help the mental aspect of it. So that, that transition from going from like a medicated recovery, I guess it's not really the right words to use, but like a a medicated therapy to Mm -hmm. just plain ripping people's arms and legs off therapy was it's, it's a two extremes, Mm -hmm. but one I found a lot healthier than the other because I don't want to have to put anything synthetic into my body that doesn't belong there. So when it comes to, when it came to that, that was kind of a a huge decision for me to really start and just like dive right into it. And it's been, I have Mm -hmm. to say like, it's been like the best decision I've ever made for myself physically and mentally. And so bouncing back to Mm -hmm. the whole cleanse part of it, you know, with an office job, especially what we do, it can get pretty stressful. It can get really hard on the mind. So having that outlet to go to, it just kind of, it helps you reset so that you can go back to your job fresh the next day and with like bright eyes and a positive attitude. So, and I think that that has definitely mm-hmm. helped and not just me, I'm sure it's helps thousands of hundreds of thousands of other people who do this, but I'm, I'm sure someone out there can kind mm-hmm. of understand on that level where when you're just, when you're just, feeling Mm -hmm. so incredibly down and you know that all you want to do is just like curl up into a ball and just forget about the day. Those are the days when you need to go your hardest at your gym. Like you have to. And even if you don't stay for the whole time, just like stay for as long as you physically can, like don't put your, push yourself to where you like hurt yourself, but at least try to like Mm kind of clear out your head of everything that affected you in the day. And then you can just start fresh the next. Absolutely. Well, and, and that, that's the thing, too, is that, like, um, I mean, you're mm-hmm. in a management position, I'm in a management position, and being in a call center that's a customer service-based mm-hmm. position, we get beat up. Like, that's, like, I, I have a new respect for, it's funny, because, like, before I used to work at a call center, uh, you know, like you have something wrong with your bill or something like that, you'd be like, oh, I'm going to call the 800 number and I'm going to let them get a piece <laughs> of my mind. And like now I'm like, man, I was such a <laughs> shitty person back then. <laughs> like, cause it's like, cause we're on the other end of that. And it's like, yeah. look, we're only here to help. Like that's, that's our job is we're just here to help. And people just yeah. beat you up. They do. They beat you up verbally and mentally and everything like that. And it happens to all of us. Like, there's times where like you'll have a bad call I'll take it over and then like I'll have to throw it away and like mm-hmm. you'll see me storm off like go outside and it's just like oh yeah. my god this guy you know and it's like it's one of those things like especially with our job I remember when I was first getting into jujitsu and everything like that was well first off like my my previous mm-hmm. martial arts career failed so like I was already feeling down about myself and when you had met me, that was when I was still rising back up into, uh, mm-hmm. into the ranks of our call center. And I was getting back into jujitsu. I think I was, I don't think I was a blue belt yet when you first started. I, I can't remember. Was I? I don't know. 
Okay. It must, it might've been just fresh. It might've been, I just got it. But um, like, that was something that I was dealing with because I was already down on myself uh, very, very emotionally. Like, cause I thought I had wanted to become a teacher and it just failed outright. Every way you could think of it failed. So I crawled back and be- with my tail between my legs to this, this company and I'm thankful mm-hmm. that they brought me back and everything like that. I'm not saying that's bad, but every time a consumer would just beat me up mentally, like I would hold on to it for days and days. And then like I started going to jujitsu and it was like, I didn't have time to think about that customer that said that bad mm-hmm. thing about me. You know what I mean? Like it really wiped the slate clean. Like I had a different perspective because I, I couldn't worry about them because I had to worry exactly. about myself getting choked exactly. back out, you know, <laughs> and it, it it just puts so much in perspective. And then little by little, like the consumers that would like yell at me and everything like that, like, it's like, I just, they, they were smaller and mm-hmm. smaller in effect to me, you know, because it's like, I went further and further away from that because of jujitsu. Jujitsu was like just realigning mm-hmm. my perspective every day because I focused in on that grind instead of the grind at work, you know? Um, and honestly, like, yeah, I mean, I've never, I've never been diagnosed or anything like that, but it's, it is one of those things like depression mm-hmm. can seep through, through you, you know what I mean? And it's like, if you let it take hold of you, it can definitely be debilitating, but it's those days that where you're really feeling down and you really don't want to do it. Like exactly. those are the days you do it where you're like, you know what? I'm going to go. And sometimes those are the days mm-hmm. where you get the most beat up too, where you're like, God, <laughs> that was a shitty day. Yep, <laughs> <know>? <laughs> but, but it's, it's just one of those things. Like you get frustrated and everything like that, but then you just, you just go back where you're like, you know what? I'm going to come back. I'm just going to mm-hmm. do this a little bit more, a little bit more. And then like, it's so far behind from you. It's like, wow. You know, like, it's yeah it doesn't yeah, even exactly. matter anymore and, and you know I think to, to bounce off of that um you know it, it it's definitely one of those things where when I started because you, you I mean at work you've seen me where I've had like really bad days where it's just like I'm completely drained of you know anything that is sparkling about my personality and and I'm just like I'm mm-hmm. just yeah. fucking done like there it's it, and it only takes one person mm-hmm. like one bad person to beat you up for that to happen during the day. But to bounce off what you were saying, I, I agree. Like little mm-hmm. by little after I started training, I feel like, and I'm totally serious on this. I feel like starting jujitsu actually made me better at my job, which then led to me being able to do mm-hmm. it more efficiently and being recognized and then eventually getting the promotion that I got. So like, I, I really have to kind mm-hmm. of give my training a, some credit for that because I found because with jujitsu, it's troubleshooting. And what do we do? We troubleshoot. So mm-hmm. it just, I feel like it, it incorporates, mm. training jujitsu, I think, incorporates a lot of better mannerisms, like throughout different aspects of your life, whether it be an employee, um, family member, brother, sister, boyfriend, girlfriend, it, it kind of like shapes you into like a better person in those aspects, I guess, because you're, you're seeing things differently. Um, if that kind of makes some sense mm-hmm. bouncing off of what you were saying. Yeah, and it does. It does. And I think another big thing too, is that just, I, I would say 
99.9% of the people that we encounter just training together too, they're they all are. such positive people <laughs> that it, it, it really helps mm-hmm. kind of reflect that onto yourself too. Like some of the, the shortcomings that I've had and everything like that, like I look up to my peers and they've already gone through it or they're already going through it and things like that, where it does help me kind of have a level head on, yeah. on very frustrating things, you know, like, I mean, there's, there's yeah. things I won't get into it at work, but, but you've seen it where I'm, mm-hmm. I'm visibly frustrated where I am. I can't, I can't even be there. Like, I'll be like, guys, I'm yeah. taking a 10 and I never take breaks. You know, yeah. like I take my lunch, that's it. <laughs> and I'm like, guys, I'm taking my 10. Really? It means it's a 15, sometimes 20 because <laughs> I'm in my car screaming, <laughs> but, but it's, it's one of those things though, that like, then like, I'll talk to, you know, like coach Wes about it, or I'll talk to coach Andy about it. I've had conversations where I've, I've stayed after class with like coach Andy for like an mm-hmm. hour and a half, just talking to him. And I mean, obviously I'm taking time away from his family and everything like that, but he's never been like, dude, I got to get going. He's like, no, we've still got issues. Yeah. Let's hash this out. Let's keep going, you know? And like, it's, it's one of those things. It's not just the sport. It's the people that are in the sport that really help you grow as, as a person. Um, and yes, it sounds <laughs> like I'm totally fanboying it, but it really is true. Like it's one of those things, like it's, it's one of the most positive things that I have in my life. And fortunately I, I don't have that right now. Dang COVID. If I could, if I could <laughs> heel hook COVID, I'm going to find its heel. I'm going to, I'm going to heel hook it. Uh, mark my words guys. But it's one of those things though, that like, like uh, it, it really is a positive thing that it, you can heal mm-hmm. a lot yeah. through it. Does that make sense? I mean, yeah. I mean, you can, yeah. I, I think I've definitely like, I mean, even, even my, my parents have noticed like a significant change in like how I see things and how I react mm-hmm. to things because I would focus so much on, on the negative and like, I can't do it. I can't do it. And I'd be too scared to fail for me to actually do a certain task. Mm-hmm. So then I just wouldn't do it at all. And I realized like, that's really fucking unhealthy. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's not okay. Not to mention like, yeah. it, it stresses you out, which releases that, that hormone that I can't think of right now, but it, it that, that stress hormone that can lead to a lot of health issues, including cancer. Mm-hmm. It's like, if you, if, if you just change your perspective on it a little bit, then you can, you can move forward with those things and not be afraid to do that. And I think being in jujitsu, like I was saying with my parents, they did notice a significant change in how I would react and, and respond to things. And they're definitely happy that I found something that I can really progress with that I enjoy doing. Even, even though I don't plan on being a professional fighter, I love jujitsu. I love my teammates. I love competing, mm-hmm. but this really is a hobby, but it's, it's the most in-depth hobby mm-hmm. that I'm, I've, I've, basically went headfirst into and I don't ever plan on stopping unless something paralyzes me. <laughs> um, yeah. I'll, Even then I'll it's like, well, I'll, I'll figure it out. Like, I'll, <laughs> I'll watch videos. I'll like, video in on some classes or whatnot. But I mean, I, even, even when I started like listening mm-hmm. to how people were talking to me and saying like, Hey, you're looking at this differently. You're responding differently and all this. I, I really started to kind of take notice of that. I'm like, Oh my God, they're right. Like I'm not, afraid to fail mm-hmm. anymore because what is it that you do in jiu-jitsu you try and move a thousand times you fail it a thousand times until you get it right you know it's like it's what you're always saying is um mm-hmm. like get your reps in like get your reps in like do it ten thousand times do it ten thousand mm-hmm. more times but don't be afraid to fuck it up mm-hmm. because you're going to 
Like, I remember when I tried to go for my first arm bar, it was absolutely yeah. horrible. Like, I didn't have, I, I think I missed, like, two finishing mm-hmm. mechanics on it. And I'm like, okay, well, now I know I did wrong, so let me try it a thousand more times and fail and, like, fail mm-hmm. 999 times and then get it right that one time. But I wasn't afraid to fail at it anymore. And that was, for me personally, that was always, like, a big thing. Like, I was too scared to fail and there are certain hobbies that I would take up and I would just stop mm-hmm. doing because nothing was turning out the way that I wanted it to. But it was because I didn't push to that point where, yeah, you're going to fail. Then you just keep going through it, figure out what you did wrong, fix it and keep going. And with jujitsu, it's, mm-hmm. I can't tell you how big like of a perspective it's put on that for me. Like I'm no longer afraid to, to fuck it up because there's going to be a way to fix it. So mm-hmm might as well just keep going until you find it. Yeah. I mean, I would even say too, like just you as a competitor, because I mean, I've kind of, I've, I've seen you grow from your very first competition Mm -hmm. to your last one. Um, I think your last one was at bullpens, right? That was the last one you've done. And like, I remember the first one where it was like, a daily thing of me just having to hype you up where you're like, Oh my God, Sean, I can't believe I just paid for this. Why am I doing this? Why am I doing this? I'm like, you're good. You're good. You're a killer. You got this. You got this. Whereas like for you training for bullpens, like going back to that arm bar scenario where you're like the first time you did it, it was terrible. And then like before that competition, you put me in a arm bar and like, (laughs) I was in trouble. Like I was like, oh my god like this is bad Sean how are you gonna get out of this (laughs) like and it was one of those things like I was so proud because like you had all the confidence in the world and the only thing that like that ended up being to our detriment was the fact that like Mm -hmm. it was like the last round of the (laughs) night so we're both just exhausted and we're like we're both really really bullheaded when it comes to submissions so it ended up just the clock running out and we just kind of go oh god and i'm like oh i almost lost my dang arm (laughs) but it's just (laughs) i i yeah i literally because it was one of those things like because i have an escape for for everything i have like five different escapes for different things and it's like i threw them all at you at rapid (laughs) fire and you were like nope 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 and i'm like lord i'm losing arm tonight like this is what's gonna happen (laughs) but like from you from the very first competition to that like your confidence and even just your your mental game like because we'd mm-hmm. always talk like during work and everything like that um, <laughs> my boss didn't hear that um <laughs> um where you know we just kind of mentally like prep and everything like mm-hmm. that i'm like hey where's your weight and everything like that um every and no guys it's not like for anybody that doesn't train it's not that i care about Donna's weight. I just care deeply mm-hmm. when she's about to compete at a weight. Okay, so that's it. <laughs> I I have been known to yeah. smack chocolates right out of her mouth um, <laughs> when she's weight cutting, and it's it is what Can it is. Sorry. It I was like, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was it was it, was it Halloween it was or was it Christmas? Yeah. I can't. Yeah. It was okay. So yeah, like everyone's giving out candy and I immediately go to Donna's desk (laughs) and she had like a Snickers or something like about to bite down and I grabbed it right out of her mouth and was like, nope, you can't. (laughs) And I immediately took all of her candy from her desk and put it at my desk. And I was like, you can have this after the competition. Sure enough, 
the day after the competition, I gave it all back. Threw the bag of candy on my desk, like congratulations. <laughs> yes, but it's it's just one of those things. Like, just you know, we would have those mental talks and everything. Like that. And from your first competition, it was like it was a daily thing where I had to like reconvince you that it was a good idea for you to compete and everything like that. Until bullpens, it was like I didn't have to convince you at all. You were just so ripping and roaring to go. And bullpens is mm-hmm. a pretty serious com- uh, competition. It's not it's not a you know like a something that's done like at a high school or something like that it's yeah. like they've got some hype around it and it's like in you you were like I'm doing it yeah. like when it got announced you were like I'm gonna go do it you know so it was it was definitely a really cool thing for you like just your your progression and your mentality and your 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 focus has evolved so much since the beginning of your your journey with it and I think that bleeds out with with your personality too because I remember when you were when you were applying for the position um, that you're currently at, they asked me, they asked me like, okay, who do you think will be able to handle this? Mm-hmm. And the first person I said was you. I was like, Donna can, because I know, and I didn't tell them this because then they'd be <laughs> like, oh God, Sean, you're talking about jujitsu again. But I was all like, I'm like, I know she can handle it because she's, she can handle it on the mats. You know, like it's, it's definitely not an easy thing like kind of going back to going to the gym where it's like 99% male occupied, where it's like some di- some days you show up to the gym yeah. and like the lightest person is me <laughs> and I'm not very light, you know? So like, and it's like, oh, well, Donna's going to have a rough one today, you know? <laughs> yeah. Because like, I am too. <laughs> is, is either 20 pounds or more but, heavier. <laughs> Mm-hmm, exactly. I mean, there's there's been times where we show up at, at class and like it's all the heavyweights, and I'm like, well, Donna, uh, we'll have each other for one <laughs> we'll round, the and then side. we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's like, but like that's the thing too is that you get all stoked about it. Yeah. You're like, oh man, these are all the heavy hitters. Let's do this, you know. And it's like, I knew you could take that mental stress too because of of jujitsu, and it's like. People are always like, how can jujitsu make you better at your job or whatever? And it's just like, well, if I went five rounds with Mr. So-and-so, that's 300 pounds who just squished me the entire time. And I was so uncomfortable the entire time for 20 minutes, like, and I, I remained calm. I can handle a dude just yelling yeah. and cussing at yeah. me because it's just, it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's yeah, just, it, it's, it it's definitely, definitely a mean- benefit when it comes to any customer service job, you do develop a, a thicker skin because you do have, I mean, a large percentage of the people you deal with are really nice and they know that you're just there to help, but you've got that small percentage of people that just want to create a problem. Um, and, but having that, mm-hmm. that tougher skin there and then also having the tough skin from practicing a sport like jujitsu, it just, it's almost like they just go hand in hand. It's like they're made for each other almost. Cause like, and, and thank you for, mm-hmm. for, for all the, the nice words, but, um, and I, and I definitely agree with you there. I think with what I was saying earlier with jujitsu, maybe better at my job, like that's one thing that helped was kind of building up that tougher skin. Like if I can go and almost be on the verge of throwing up after going five or seven rounds with these giant guys, I think I can handle one customer being mad at me. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> It's, it's, it, you kind of got to like weigh the pros and cons of that. And the pros definitely outweigh the cons for that, for that situation. 
So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a weird, it's a weird thing. Like I'm able to like step my myself out of the situation now because I'm like, well, I mean, I have to, when I go like a bully drill with Wes and, and Art, <laughs> uh, just killing me. And I'm like, God, mm-hmm. I got to like step mm-hmm. out of my own discomfort and just exactly. deal with it. You know, it's like, it's just one of those things. So yeah. I, I have a question for you. Um, just kind of moving yeah. a little bit away from, from the whole jujitsu thing. Uh, so during this whole quarantine, what, what, uh, have, what have you binged? Oh, God. <laughs> yes, um, yes. As far as, um, like, TV or movies <laughs> or just all? Okay. Yeah, all yeah. of it. All of it, because I know what's happening. Everyone's well, doing I mean, it, right? So <laughs> what's your, what's your, uh, <laughs> well, right what's your Rolodex? In and out of the middle of a uh, Star Trek binge, even though I've seen pretty much every single episode. There's so much. I can't confirm if I've, like, missed some here and there. But me being the tricky that I am, yeah, I know you're laughing. Yeah, I know you are. <laughs> me being being the tricky that I am, I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna take this time to just go through everything one more time. Like uh, the original series, Next Generation, which of course is my favorite because Picard is the best. Um, and then you've got DS9 and Voyager. Yes. Um, my personal opinion, Enterprise is garbage, and I will not watch it. <laughs> But I do, but I mean, everyone has their opinions on okay, that. It's probably okay. the least uh, liked series out of the Star Trek universe. But I figured maybe I'll give it another chance. But for right now, it's still a no. But then there's um, Discovery that's been on CBS mm-hmm. for a while. And I haven't had access to it. And I just recently got a CBS Access account. And so I'll probably start that one up soon once I get through everything else. But one thing that I did finally get to binge was the first season of Picard. And oh my god, it was so amazing! <laughs> like I'm not, I'm not gonna give out any spoilers or anything. But <laughs> if, if you're nostalgic like me when it comes to Star Trek, you better have a box of tissues ready because they throw so many things at you. We're just like, oh my god, it's from that one episode from the Next Generation. It's that one character from Voyager. Oh my god! So it's it's one thing I do recommend if you like, you know, have a love of Star Trek or just really anything sci-fi. Just if you have an appreciation for it bringing that character back and putting him on a different type of adventure that is kind of way, way out of his pay grade now because his character is supposed to be retired and at his family vineyard in France and everything. Here I go nerding out again. Um, <laughs> um, it's. <laughs> if you guys haven't told, haven't, haven't guessed by now, like Donna is the, <laughs> the biggest Trekkie that I know. Uh, she is like a a triple <laughs> degree black belt in Star Trek lore. Uh, I will I will try to test her her wits about Trek uh, Star Trek and like she'll <laughs> blow me out of the water every time. I'll be all like, now it's a running joke oh, in the God. office. Like when she starts nerding out on tre- uh, Star Trek, I just I just literally <laughs> yell Kobayashi Maru, um, and, and then I walk on, away. On my face, like I'm so annoyed, but at the same time, I'm trying not to like bust up laughing because it's an office. You can't be that loud. So, <laughs> but I'll just be like, damn it, Sean. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll flex my managerial uh, uh, prowess on that one and just yell it because I don't care. <laughs> it's like, what do you got a problem with it? I'll fire you. It's okay. Oh my god! But um, so I mean, Picard yeah. I definitely binge watch, and it was it was absolutely wonderful. I think it's great. My dad just started it as well, and he's he loves it. One of my best friends, she's she's like, oh my god, you have to start watching it. Like I've already gone through everything, and then you need to start watching Discovery. 
but it was so that's one that I finally got to binge mm-hmm. I did recently like because I've been kind of binge watching things I've already seen but sometimes you're just in a mood to watch it so you want to I recently binged all the Lord of the Rings movies mm-hmm. the extended versions because there are no other versions it's just the extended ones Nice. And then I also binged through yes. all of the Hobbit movies as mm-hmm. well. And I just miss that universe so much. And I have to say, when I got to the second Hobbit movie, I was like, God, this is why this one's my favorite. Because you get to see Smog and, you know, you, you hear what he's saying from all the lines in the book that you've been reading. And I don't know. I, just, I think the way that they portrayed him in the movie was absolutely perfect. But as far as going back to what I've been binging... Um, I've done that. I've been binging some Marvel movies recently. I think I just, I finally, ha, you'll like this one. I finally watched Spider-Man Far From Home. Yeah, like, finally. I finally got to watch it. I'm just like, okay, that's right. There's one more movie I haven't Mm -hmm. seen yet. And I I loved it. I thought it was great. And I don't get to see Jake Gyllenhaal in a lot, but I think he did a great job of playing a total psychopath. So, (laughs) and... Uh, someone told oh, me yeah. recently, they're yeah. just like, hey, you Absolutely. should watch the movie Nightcrawler then. And I saw it. I don't really know what it's about, but apparently he plays like a similar character. So that's now on my list. But as far as like any other binges, um, I've mainly been trying to read. Like I, I recently picked up the first book for Dune. Well, I ordered it on Amazon since everything's closed right now. But I read somewhere that that's going to become a series soon. So mm-hmm. I, I know it's a really popular like staple in the sci-fi world. So I picked that up. And there's also, like, certain animes that everybody's trying to tell me to binge. Like, I'm trying to get through My Hero Academia right now, which, by the way, if you all haven't watched it, watch it. It's amazing. <laughs> especially if especially if you train any sort of martial art, mm-hmm. you, you'll appreciate yes. the whole, like, plus ultra aspect to it. It's, it's absolutely great. It's amazing. Um, as far as that, I mean, there's also that. And then also going back to Supernatural. I'm a huge Supernatural fan. Don't judge me. <laughs> Especially since this last season, the, the season 15, which I haven't had a chance to watch any of it. And I'm pretty sure the series finale is in like the next few weeks if they're still going to air it. Because with everything shutting down, I don't know if they had to do more filming and whatnot. But I'm frantically trying to catch up with that as well because, you know, the series is ending. And it's a 15-year-long run. And it's like it breaks my heart because, you know, you fall in love with these characters and you love the actors and their personalities and how they bring the story about. And when it finally ends, you're just like, Oh no, don't leave us. Please come back. <laughs> so. <laughs> I, I, I know that feeling. Um, so I'm a big doctor who fan and my favorite doctor. I mean, so the whole thing about doctor who is they, he dies yeah. and then he comes back as a different actor. Well, David Tennant mm-hmm. was my doctor. And when he died, I actually have not seen the end of his arc <laughs> because I refuse to watch it. Like, I'm like, no, he's my doctor. He still lives. Like, that's it. Like, I'm, I'm done. I don't want to watch it again. And like, uh, Scott, I've actually told mm-hmm. that to Scott. Scott's actually a really big Doctor Who fan too. And he's like, <laughs> did the same thing, dude. Like, nope, he's not my, <laughs> none of these other doctors are my doctor. Like, David Tennant's my doctor, you know? But I, I can definitely feel that where it's like, you get, you what's kind of cool about tv shows mm-hmm. is like you kind of you grow up with them you know what i mean and like once it's finally over you're like no but you i'm still going. going like you can't you have to keep going you know yeah. but yeah but yeah uh it's it's just one of those things you know like a, oh, another show it I watched recently, i think i 
actually finished it before everything got shut down, but it was The Outsider on HBO, which is based off the Stephen King novel. Man, it was so Ooh. good. And it's like, that I think was a I good actually one. have the book. Mm-hmm. I think it was gifted to me one Christmas, and I haven't read it yet. And when I found out it was a Stephen King novel, I'm like, why haven't I not read this? Because I'm a huge Stephen King fan. Anyone listening, if you guys like really big, mm-hmm. epic fantasies, read his Dark Tower series. It's long, it's descriptive, and Mm -hmm. it is very hard to get through, but just everything in it is just amazing. It's so good. And the movie that came out with Idris Elba and Matthew McConaughey does not do it justice at all. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's what I heard. I heard it was just, like, not even nearly as good as it was. You can't fit that much story into a a two-and-a-half-hour movie. Like, you can't do it. There's too much. So, but that was one that I recently watched. Um... I have been kind of, <laughs> I've been watching Naruto on and off, but there's so much of it. I kind of need to go back to the very beginning and start it if I want to keep continuing with that. I have been watching The Office, of course, because it's The Office. It's like my life. So. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Par- yeah. Parks and Rec and The Office are always playing at <laughs> some point in my life. I did also jump on the bandwagon <laughs> Tiger King. And... <laughs> Man, that was that was a wild okay. ride. Yeah, yeah. Was like you for, you forget it's about tigers halfway through the series, and you're like, wait a minute, there's there's this zoo with a bunch of animals. That's right, and because there's all this drama surrounding these people, that's that, yeah. that's what you're focused on. It's funny because like uh, we watched the the first episode, and we actually had to stop it in the middle of it, and we're like yeah okay this is too much like we can't we can't do this and then like a couple of days later i was like babe we got it we got to watch this more like we have to you know and she's like all right fine let's do it and i'm like exactly i, I, I need to know what happens <laughs> and it just keeps going and going you're like lord what is going oh, carol baskin did 100%. kill her her husband I, i'm gonna say it right no now doubt. absolutely like, you can see it in her dead yeah. eyes when they're interviewing like, her i'm just like you totally killed your husband oh my god you you can't hide oh, that yeah. from the world. Look at you. Like <laughs> you can't do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. And like, oh my gosh. I mean, Joe Exotic is no no saint either, but like I oh my gosh, that was just the craziest ride I've ever I like I wanna watch more, but like he's in jail, so like there's no more yeah. story. But I'm like, I wanna know more. <laughs> like it, this it is just the craziest like, thing I've ever seen in my life. And I found out that he <laughs> tried to run for governor and then he also tried to run for president. I was like, excuse me? What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. And he's passing out condoms with his face on it saying, like, vote me for mayor. And I'm like, what, what are you doing? Happening? You crazy. <laughs> But yeah, it was it was just like a wild ride. Yeah. But as far as um and like any other binge watches, like I need suggestions just because like there's so much out there. Is there anything that you'd suggest right now? Um, so I actually there is a new um mini series that came out on Netflix. Okay. It's called Waco. Um which is oh my gosh, it's such a good mini series. And it's only I think it's only like six or eight episodes, but that was really good. Um, it's about um, the uh, not really the shooting, but it was like the takedown that happened where there was this cult that um, the United States military like stormed. Um, and it, it ended 
very badly yeah. and everything like that. I'm not going to get into it for spoiler endings, but um, I mean, it's history. Okay. You can literally look it up and you'll, you'll find out what happens, but it was a really good show. It's super good. Cause it's, it's on the perspective of the leader of the cult, as well as the, um, uh, the, so essentially what happens is like the, the, um, the ATF, the American, you know, arms and, they, they find out that, like, mm-hmm. he's selling guns illegally. So, like, there's a guy that goes undercover and goes into the cult to really confirm that. Yeah. And it really just delves into that, where it's, like, him and the, the cult leader as okay. well. Such a good show. That was a good one. Um, so, <laughs> I'm, I'm watching The Office a lot, too. Because, um, yeah, it, yeah, honestly, if you work in an office, you have to watch The Office. You have to. <laughs> like, it's, it's your life. <laughs> um Gosh, um, I'm gearing up uh, very soon, but we're going to make it a podcast series. I'm going to be watching oh, yes. uh, all yes. the Marvel movies um, <laughs> again. Um, so so we're going to be doing that. Um, we're going to do it in the, the Marvel Universe order. So that one's going to be pretty interesting. Um, I've never done that before. I actually did just the release order before mm-hmm. um, uh, Endgame came out. Um, so... Uh, you know, send out <laughs> prayers to, to Brenda because she had to go endure that <laughs> once and we're going to do it again. <laughs> um, so going to do that. Um, that's really it. That's honestly, I, I haven't been really binging anything other than, yeah, The Office, uh, Waco. I, I watched that. Um, right now I'm actually, I'm doing, um, uh, the challenge which is on mtv it's a total trash show total trash everyone's gonna judge me if they they look up what the challenge is but i i watch it i love reality tv like it's my it's it's just <laughs> the junkiest of junk tv ever and i love it um and uh, i watch that it's actually brenda and i's just favorite show to watch uh we when when we found out about it um it was on hulu for a while and it was like seven seasons on hulu we polished that off in three days like we just when i say <laughs> binge we binged like oh my gosh and i just know all the storylines to everybody and they're all reality tv mm. show people like kind of like jersey shore-ish but like but they actually have to do like physical mm-hmm. challenges every every episode that's why it's called the challenge and they have to vote <laughs> people off oh i love it ah Hmm. it's just great <laughs> so i've been binging that but uh you can only get it if you have mtv like you can get a MP- mtv app but um i've been doing that and then also uh the ufc um ultimate fighter because okay. that's also a little bit of reality tv oh, I think, except I think, they fight at the end and it's just great it's like they bring people <laughs> in who want to be ufc fighters and then they train them and train them and train them and then throw them in a cage right yeah Yep, exactly. Yeah. And it's just kind of it's a little bit of reality TV because it's like these people live in a house with no cell phones or TV or anything. So they kind of get at each other and then they fight at the end of each episode. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, this is great. This is two of my my best loves just mashed together. I love it. Um, So Oh yeah, yeah. It's uh it's great. Actually Carla Esparza was on one of them. So uh she's uh She's on one of the, the later ones. I can't remember which season, but I've watched all those seasons. So I'm rewatching them right now. Um, but that's really it. That's all I'm doing. And I, I feel a little bit ashamed. Hey, everyone but has, it is what everyone it is. has their guilty pleasures. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like with, when it comes to binge watching, the one yeah. that I have trouble admitting, but right now I just don't care is Gossip Girl. 
I binged that entire show and I am not afraid to admit it. And it is absolute trash and it is so dramatic and unrealistic, but I don't care. (laughs) It's funny you say that because like, I will be the first one. I don't care if you have beef with it. We'll we'll meet on the mats. I don't care. (laughs) Uh, I am a huge Gilmore Girls fan. (laughs) Huge. Not even joking. Like uh, uh, Brenda and I have gone to the Universal Studio lot and walked around on oh, the Gilmore so Girls cool. set and I was so loving cool. it. Oh my God. So it was, it was awesome. It was so great. Um, it, it took a little bit of the magic out of it because you're just kind of like, Oh snap. It's, mm-hmm. it's this like the school's just an empty warehouse. Oh man. But like, it's kind of, it's still cool. It's still so cool. And like, we have watched that <laughs> from start to finish. I can't even tell you how many times, like it's, it's one of those things like, well, we'll be like, what's on TV? I don't know. <laughs> Gilmore Girls, let's do it. Let's go for it. Um, yeah, so every, it's it's just one of those things. I don't and care. I've been trying to watch some, like, some Disney films as well, too. But anytime I go on Disney yeah. Plus, I'm just like, oh, let's just look at Star Wars and Marvel. So... <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and well, I can't wait. Uh, so, The Mandalorian actually yes. just got signed on for a third season. The second season should be season. out in October. So, I think that's what they're doing. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited. I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think it was already filmed before all this this madness. So, I don't I'm think so it's going to get delayed. So, I'm pretty stoked on it. Um, yeah, yeah. It, that, was, that was such a great show because it was like – it didn't have to deal with anything with Jedi's or anything like that. It it just was, well, I mean, baby yeah. Yoda, a little bit of Jedi, but I mean, he's a baby, but like I, I, my favorite two um, star Wars film, well, not films, mm-hmm. but is the Mandalorian and rogue one, because I love the fact that it's like, they built this whole universe and it's like, let's focus yes, on things exactly. that are not just the Skywalker family. You know what I mean? Like, it's it i i loved rogue one when it first came out like i actually saw it in in the theaters three times and i never do that i haven't done that even for the marvel movies i haven't done that um but for rogue one i did that because i was like man this is mm-hmm. such a great just narrative story you know like uh spoilers yeah. <laughs> but if you haven't seen it like shame on you because it's been years now but like it, it's crazy that they made a story mm-hmm. about these heroes that end up dying in the end you know what i mean where i'm like mm-hmm. wow that's a that's a powerful statement where it's like yeah the heroes don't come out alive but they did such a great thing towards the universe that like it's uh yeah it's just definitely a great one and um end game i feel like is not end game um infinity war that's actually my favorite marvel one because <laughs> scott don't listen to this because uh, okay the whole point the reason why scott is actually going to do this marathon with me is because he's never watched any of the marvel uh movies so scott uh fast forward oh 30 seconds uh, 45 <laughs> seconds um because <laughs> i know he's gonna listen to this um is the fact that i love uh infinity war so much is because they don't win you know like thanos actually wins and it's like the bad guy won. oh my god yeah. like i just love that yeah the bad guy won and it's like you just don't see that. And like Marvel has been um, so critical. Scott, you can listen again. Uh, Marvel has been so critical about, <laughs> I, I know he's going to laugh when he hears this, um, but it, they've been so critical of doing yeah. cookie cutter films. And it's like that yeah. one broke the mold, you know, and I just love that about it. So um, no more spoilers. Cause I don't want him to, to hear any of that. Um, 
because his his reactions to this marathon are going to be so genuine, yeah, I'm guys. Excited. Like, I'm excited. Uh, I can't wait for I it. I didn't know that. I didn't know that he hadn't seen any. So I, I hope you enjoy it, Scott, because it's going to be a wild ride. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, it's going to be a great one. Um, uh, and people ask me all the time, too, like, why, why I'm so passionate about Marvel is because um, I actually learned how to read uh, from a Silver Surfer comic book, which, believe it or not, was actually the prequel to the Infinity mm-hmm. War in the comic books. Like, that was actually... So I was so stoked when they said Infinity War, when it like they released the, 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 the names, <laughs> like, and they're like, Infinity War. I was like, <gasps> like, oh my God, like, that's, that's, my, that's my jam. I literally learned how to read <laughs> for this. <laughs> like, this is nuts. <laughs> but, because yeah. I, 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 I mean, obviously I could read, obviously. But I, I had such a struggle when I was a kid because um, I'm very dyslexic. Um, and when it was hard for me, I would just give up because I had no context. Like if I had a book with just words in it, I couldn't really latch on to anything because I was just questioning yeah. each word being like, okay, what is this word? What is that? So I never latched on. But with comics, like that was like, because that was the thing too, is like they had picture books and everything like that, but that's all boring stuff. And like back in the nineties, it was like, picture books were just disney video films yeah. <laughs> you know and it's like well i watched the video I, I know what happens it's fine but like comic books like obviously there were no movies for comics back then so it's like oh my gosh i can like read i could look at the pictures and i can kind of figure out like by their expressions what this word means yeah. it means like they're angry or they're sad you know so that's why I'm so passionate about marvel and dc and everything like that i'm a little bit more biased towards marvel because I just had more Marvel mm. comics when I was growing up. So yes. what it is. <laughs> but I love me some Batman. <laughs> but, but yeah, like, uh, yeah, that's why if anybody that like kind of tunes out whenever I talk about Marvel, it's like, that's why yeah, it's because well, it's just, it was literally a growing it, part a of me. Personal level um, than else. So I can understand that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I have cried many a time during a lot of the Marvel movies where I'm just like, <laughs> oh, my God, they just took that out of the comics. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, and like, Brenda be like, why are you crying? Like, they're fighting. And I'm like, I know. He's doing the, the thing, thing in the book, in the comic. That he does. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it, it hits home, okay? I'm sorry. <laughs> but... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't get it. I am Peter Parker. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. It's very true. Um it, it is what it is. Mormon Osborne can uh suck my nuts. <laughs> but yeah, so <sighs> anything else with with quarantine though that like um they I oh I I did notice like you are you're working out you're doing like um those like little video montages which I actually thought was pretty cool um so are is that like something you're going to be doing like consistently well, or is it just kind of like a little little project that you're doing to, um, when I recently had my back injury that many people know about because right after I got back from bullpens in January um my lower back threw out for no reason whatsoever. Um, so I had to stop training and I had to stop training for two months. Mm-hmm. And at, once everything kind of started getting back to normal, then we were all flushed into our houses for, for quarantine and the gym sh- shut down. So I was like, damn it. It's like the worst time. Um, so one thing <laughs> that, uh, someone mm-hmm. was telling me actually was, um, Isaac, uh, Dovadog, 
And because it, it was when my back injury was was pretty new, mm-hmm. but I was going to Orange and I was going to uh, the, the different gyms to just sit in on the classes. Because one, I, I did want to touch on that, like, and just this mm-hmm. is a shout out to anyone who is injured. If you're injured, just try to c- keep coming to class, even if you're just sitting there on the mats or sitting on the bench or off the mats watching class. Not only is it going to keep your head in the game, but also if you keep mm-hmm. to a regular schedule where it's like, yeah, okay, I can't actually train, but you're still going into your classes at the same time, you're, you're not really going to lose that momentum. Yeah, physically you might lose some strength and some cardio and stamina, but from a mental aspect, you'll be able to hit the ground running once you get back in, and that, that's kind of why I started doing that. But one thing that, that Dovadog was telling me when I was sitting and watching class one day um, is he kept saying the words, get strong, just get strong. Um, Cause I was explaining what was happening to my back and everything. So, and I, I started mm-hmm. to kind of do some workouts that um, the doctor was giving me to do, and it did help kind of loosen things up and maybe feel a little bit stronger. But then once everything shut down, I was like, okay, I, I can't go to therapy anymore. So what am I going to do? So I had to take things into my own hands and my back, I haven't mm-hmm. had an issue with my back for a month. I'm just going to come out and say that right now, since I've, we've been in quarantine and I've had to take matters into my own hands. I haven't actually had a flare up with my back in a month and I'm so happy with that, which means it, it tells me that I must be doing something right. So I kind of wanted to do this as like a little mm-hmm. project of mine because one, it's something that I feel from a personal level, I have to be doing for jujitsu. I think it's really going to be helping me in the long run. Um, but also to kind of help, maintain whatever strength I might lose because I'm, I'm not going to class every day. I'm not rolling with people who are 40 pounds heavier than me every day. Like um, I'm not doing the, the workouts every day, the, the warmups and, and stuff in class. Or if you go to Wes's class at the end of class, he'll make us do like 40 pushups or something. If someone says they're tired. So I don't have, ex- <laughs> I don't, yeah. I don't How have dare all you, of that, all of you that, um, <laughs> that coming at me right now. So I had to take things in my own hands. So I don't know much about strength training. I don't know much about form. You know, when, when I, when I go for my runs, there are people who have asked me, Oh, do you know if you're running correctly? And I'm like, no, no, we're not, we're not going to talk about that because yes, there is a right and wrong way to run so that you don't fuck up your (laughs) knees or your ankles or your hips or anything like that. But if you start micromanaging that, it's just going to shut you off to the whole idea. And when I, Four years ago, I, I started to get into running, and someone mm-hmm. said that to me, and it immediately turned me off to the idea. And I'm like, no, you're not going to follow me on a run and watch me to make sure I'm doing it right. I know I'm not doing it right. The only way for me to figure it out is for me to do it on my own and, and figure it out. And if yeah. you have any questions or if you want to provide any pointers, sure, but you're not going to do that to me on my second day. Like, just let me do my own thing. And I know it sounds kind of stubborn because, yes, I should yeah. be more accepting of help, but I wasn't at that time. <laughs> I was just like, let me do my own thing. Just leave me alone. Um, yeah. But with what I've been doing now in, in mm-hmm. quarantine and because I'm not very familiar with workout terms or <clears throat> certain certain forms and everything and what I should and should not be doing, I was just like, fuck it. I'll just try something. And I wanted to videotape myself. And I, and I know they're time lapse. So it's, it's like a half hour workout um, compressed into like a 20 to 30 second video. But it helps me kind of see where I am as far as form. And I know the first one I put out, I was just like, wow, my form is absolutely terrible. But at least I know that now. <laughs> um, but 
I'm trying to do that because one, I, mm-hmm. if I just stay stagnant, like just stay sedentary, when I come back to the gym, it's, it's going to be like my first day all over again. And I don't want that to happen. I want to be able to at least hit the ground, maybe not necessarily running, but hit the ground with a light mm-hmm. jog when we all come back. Um, but it's, see, I'm going off on a tangent here. Um, <laughs> it's, it was mainly to one help with my back, but keep myself active because I really don't want to gain a bunch of weight on quarantine. Um, but two, I need to build back the mm-hmm. strength that I lost being out for those couple of months because of my back injury. And I know people have been out for longer. They've been out for six months. They've been out for years and the same thing happens to them. But the thing is they still come back even stronger. And I'm just like, if someone can break their leg or their back and be out for an X amount of time, and still come back and be stronger than ever. Why can't I do that? So like I'm, everyone is just as capable as, as the next person mm-hmm. is just kind of like applying it. So I finally just kicked myself in the ass. I'm like, I have to do something. So I started running. Mondays are usually the days that I go run. Um, I go down to back Bay and I just do like a quick, like 30 minute or 30 minute to an hour interval run. And then on other days, I'll just do like push-ups or do, I'll do ab work. Mm-hmm. I have some equipment in here. Um, I recently did start weightlifting, like legitimately weightlifting. And I've been realizing how, how can I put this? Like I'm kind of losing my words here. <laughs> um, like the, the certain forms that you need to have, like how to position your body, which muscles to engage and like where to put the pressure so that you don't like fall on your face while trying to do a squat or you don't throw out your lower back while trying to do a plank. Like if if that makes sense. So I'm, I'm learning how to do that. And since I've been learning the proper form, Mm -hmm. I'm actually noticing a difference. It might not be like a visible difference, but as far as like how I feel, like I'm more, I'm more aware of my posture. I'm more aware of like pulling the shoulders back when you're going to do in a deadlift, which now I know how to do a proper deadlift and it's great. And I'm like, this is amazing. This is like my favorite lift right now. <laughs> so, I mean, mind you, I can only do like 20 or 30 pounds, but you know, <laughs> I'm also a weakling right now, <laughs> but it's, it was something that I wanted to do mm-hmm. and recording myself is nerve wracking because, you know, I, there's, there's that whole like fear of failure, fear of judgment and everything that everybody goes through. But at this point I'm just like, I just want to put it out there just to one show that I'm doing it, but to just be like anyone can like, just, just, mm-hmm. just keep doing it. Just pick something and do it. Like I'm, I'm trying not to be afraid of being people being like, Oh, I'm pointing the finger and saying like, you're doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. It's like, yeah, I know. But the only way for me to learn how to do it right is to continue to do it and fix it. And if it's wrong and just, and just keep going and keep going. Like I think the first video I did, I was telling you about it at work and I was like, Hey, I'm thinking of doing a little workout and like recording mm-hmm. myself, but I'm kind of nervous to do so. And I, it's like, I, I know I explained that to you. And then when I finally did post it, you had said like, Hey, like, I'm really proud of you for doing that. Like that's, that's kind of inspiring. And I know when you told me that I was like, Oh, thanks man. <laughs> like even. <laughs> I mean, it, it's true though. Like, uh, I mean, when the quarantine happened, uh, like, I mm-hmm. did not do anything when it comes to like any physicality and like <laughs> by the like second video that you posted I was like god damn I gotta start working out like and and really like we 
uh, Brenda and I, like, we, we started to kind of push each other. And it honestly was because, like, I was like, okay, if Donna's doing it, like, mm-hmm. that means other people are doing it. That means all these people are doing it. Like, I can do it, too. Like, I got to do it, you know? So, and you're right, like, with the whole form thing and everything yeah. like that. Like, obviously, I'm doing everything in my backyard, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, like, Brenda Brenda and I don't do the same workouts. Um, she does her own <laughs> thing. I do my own yeah. thing. But we just do it near each other. <laughs> it's just, it's funny. Um, she's on one side of the backyard. I'm on the other. And we're just doing our own thing. Um, <laughs> and, like, yeah, like, yeah. your form's going to suck. But it's like, okay, you're going to figure it out. You know what I mean? Like, there's people that, like, which, by the way, whoever's saying, like, you're running Thank bad, you. how dare they? Because <laughs> running should be a flow state. And how dare they? Um <laughs> Uh, and this is coming from a dude that was a uh, semi-champion of the entire Southern California <laughs> state. So if you have any issues, you can come talk to me later. You'll see me in my office. Um, <laughs> but, but really, like, yeah, it's it's one mm-hmm. of those things, like, where if, if you're just starting out, like, your form's going to be bad, and it's fine. Like, just keep doing it. Like, monitor yourself. Like, how you video yourself. I was like, oh, dang, like, that's a good idea. Like, that way... Because, yeah, you're right, like, with, with your planks and everything like that, mm-hmm. if you're not watching yourself, like, your planks could be garbage, mm-hmm. but you're just like, I feel the burn, so exactly. I, I must be doing something right, right? Mm-hmm. But, you're like, meanwhile, mm-hmm. you're fucking TPing, right? Like, your butt's straight up in the air. You just don't know, you know? Um, and, you're and like, I'm not saying you specifically, but it's like, you're like, you, like, do, like, a 10-minute plank you know like, yeah. yeah i'm such a badass but then like you review and the tape you and you're like why, a triangle like, you're you know like, and it's oh, like no, oh oops okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah exactly exactly so i i definitely wanted to kind of like highlight that a little bit during this it's just like like the fact that like even though we don't have jujitsu or anything like that we're kind of we're finding other ways to like get that physical um necessity out you know what I mean like I think that was the hardest thing for me Mm -hmm. with quarantine is that like um, I would get restless leg syndrome uh, because like I just had all this excess energy that my body was ready for something because like every night it was like hey you're gonna fight for your life and then it's just gone you know and like my legs would just they would start seizing up and like just kind of moving and I would never be comfortable I'm like gosh like what is this and I'm like oh wait like we got it. We got to be physical. Like we're, we're doing a physical sport on the off yeah. season or on the on season, I guess, when there is no COVID-19. Um, yeah. And like, exactly. we all just kind of stopped, but you know, and it's like, we can't do that. We have to keep going. I mean, that's you know? like, you so. have to keep going. Like, especially but, when, if you're stuck in a yeah. house, because I think one thing that people don't realize is the mental health aspect of it. You're stuck in a house and it's like people who consider themselves introverts, they're living mm-hmm. the dream right now and that's great for them. But even a couple of friends of mine who who mm-hmm. are definitely 100% mm-hmm. introverts, they're even saying, I need to get the fuck outside. Like I can't, I can't stand inside anymore. I need to get the fuck outside. I need to be like away from my neighbors. And mm-hmm. like one of my friends, um, they ended up going to, they ended up like, not being in their apartment for the weekend. I think they went to go with a family member and I know it was like risky right now, but I I felt for them because they were with this neighbor who like they would go to their office job. So they wouldn't be there during the day, but they have this neighbor who's stomping around upstairs in the middle of the day and throughout the entire night. So they couldn't get any rest. And they were finally just like, fuck this. I'm going to my mom's for the weekend so I can actually get some sleep. And I'm just like, you know what? do what you got to do. That's totally fine. Like just be safe. That's, but 
it, it was like, like there's like a mental mm-hmm. aspect to it because you get stuck in your house and you get stuck in your own head. So it's like, you have to do something, whether it's go for a walk, go for a run, lift heavy things, you know, work on mm-hmm. a project like into arts reading or anything like that, but you have to do something. And I, and I think it, people forget about like the mental aspect of it is you're so used to having the schedule. And then with COVID coming in and kind of ruining everybody's lives right now with all the, the quarantine and, and stay at home regulations, it's, it's really throwing a wrench into everybody's schedule, which I can, I can't imagine how stressful it must be for other people, you know, especially those who, who lost their jobs. So like, mm-hmm. and they're trying to, you know, get back on their feet yeah. and, or at least stay on their feet and they're trying to figure out what they can do. But as far as us, I mean, that's more of like a general term, but as far as us, like we have this, this physical sport that we're doing and it was taken away from us for um, an X amount of time, instead of just staying sedentary and just sitting and twiddling your thumbs, waiting for it to come back, you might as well just try to work up a sweat some other way. You might not be wrestling and choking people out, ripping arms off, or in your case, heel hooking. Mm-hmm. Um, but but you, sh- you should try at least do something. <laughs> and it's like, I suck at running. I don't like running. Like, in, in the words of Wes, I fucking hate running. Because I know he said that. I know he said this classes before. Um, but mm-hmm. we don't have access to treadmills. I try mm-hmm. to jump rope, and I realize that I'm way too – I'm not coordinated enough for that, so I'm just not even going to try it. <laughs> But that's why I just like, okay, I'll set an interval thing up and I'll just go for a run mm-hmm. on, on these days and that'll be my running day. And then the rest will just be either rest days or weightlifting days. And I'm really liking the weightlifting and it's, it's actually, I've only really yeah. like officially done it maybe like two or three times. Um, but because it was like a recent, recent thing that I started to do, but now I'm, now that I kind of understand it, it's so motivating because I'm actually noticing like a difference in how I'm thinking about it and everything. And, but see, I'm rambling again. Um, (laughs) but I think it's, it's important to just do something, whether it's you take your dog for a walk or you just go for a walk, blasting your favorite album. It doesn't matter. Just get out there and try to do something. And with the weather warming up right now, like Mm -hmm. what happened to spring? The summer just kind of busted through the door, like the Kool-Aid man. <laughs> and it just it just kind of came it in. Really so did. now it's nice yeah. and hot outside. So you can go for just a regular walk and actually work up a sweat. So, and I think that's probably the most important thing because you know one thing that I miss about going to the gym mm-hmm. with Brenda is our little sauna sessions because we go for a run, we'd go stretch out, and then we mm-hmm. sit in the sauna for like ten minutes and we just gossip. But it, it's it's nice to just kind of sit in there and sweat, and I don't have that anymore. And despite what people say, oh, you can just like, you know, run a hot bath or a hot shower. It's not the same. I need to work up a sweat some other way because the, the physical sensation of working up a sweat just tells me I'm yeah. doing something. Does that make sense? Like, okay. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, it's one of those things too. Yeah. Like, um, I mean, going on a run and everything mm-hmm. like that, like, um, I have a pretty big backyard, uh, and I recently got a puppy during this whole quarantine. Um, and Brenda and I actually, we do laps around our, our backyard and we're teaching, uh, his name's blue. If no one knew that, like, how dare you even listen to my podcast? Cause I do nothing but post him. Um, but, uh, we're teaching him how to run with us right now. And I mean, it's, it's one of those things, like it kind of brings you joy cause you're, you're running, you're getting your heart pumping, but also like, 
Blue is also the most <laughs> clumsiest dog in the world, and he will just try and topple you over. Um, and uh, it's just, it's just, it's a, it's a fun thing to do. You know, it's like we kind of work out and then we go run and everything. And I am so out of yeah. shape and running; it's ridiculous. Like I'm like, oh my god, how did this happen? Um, but um, I did want to kind of give this to a close here because oh, yeah. it is getting kind of late. And we do have to wake <laughs> up. Uh, I gotta wake up really early tomorrow. Um, Yay. Um, yeah. But, uh, honestly, I'm, I'm grateful, though, that I do have a job and everything like that. So it is it is what it is. But um, uh, it, I definitely just kind of want to end on that, though, is like if you're if you're listening to this and you're being kind of sedentary, I get it because I've been there. But I mean, listen to Donna, listen to those people that that you did train with and everything that they're just kind of they're they're taking this time away from the gym to, like, get stronger so that once it does open up, they're kind of even better than they were before this all happened. You know, like, I, I, I honestly feel like some of these people, like, because I'm, I'm watching them on Instagram. I'm like, you're, like, yeah. working out three or four times Get a day. It. Like, <laughs> y'all going to be monsters by the time we're back. <laughs> like, oh, my God. But, like, it's 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 going to be one of those interesting times. And I, I know it's going to get better. COVID's going to go away or we're all going to get immune to it someday and everything. And, like... I just don't want anybody to lose hope or anything like that. Um, but, but yeah, it was yeah, definitely a pleasure you. Uh, so um, bringing you on this podcast, Donna. We got to do it again sometime. Um, yeah. And uh, hope you guys stay safe and everything and like that. Um, anything, just uh, reach out. And you know, yeah, you, you I'll see you guys later. Especially anyone on our team. You have people there who want to make sure you're safe if you need someone to talk to or anything like that. So, Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, hit up Donna, uh, Donna K or Donut, myself. Yes. <laughs> uh, Donna's Instagram is what is it? Donna K donut. Duncan. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, check that out. Um, sign her DMS. If you, if you need anything, <laughs> she will help you out. Um, uh, that's not a bad, whatever, <laughs> but, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, but yeah, or, or slide into mind. If you need something, you're good. Right, um, bye, guys. So, Thank you so much but I uh, hope you guys all stay care. safe and we'll catch you guys next bye. time. Hey guys, real quick, uh, just wanted to do another quick shout out here to another company of uh, a buddy of mine's. It's uh, Eager Ones, and that's E A G R O N E S uh, Art co.com um that is a jujitsu uh rash guard spats uh um, fight shorts they make anything they make anything that you can train in um they actually have some really cool designs they actually uh make a lot of cool designs for other 10th planet gyms and everything like that so definitely go check them out it's eager ones i mean you can check them out on instagram as well that's e-a-g-r O-N-E-S on Instagram and you can hit them up and uh, check out all their links and everything like that. So yeah, check it out. Thank you for listening, guys. Um, This episode was brought to you by Lethal Clothing. Yeah, I updated my ads. What you gonna do about it? (laughs) Uh, Lethal Clothing is one of my buddy's uh, clothing companies where he actually, uh, any proceed actually goes to his charity. So you're gonna feel good while you're um, looking good. Uh, His apparel's all about uh, that gym life. um, Lifting heavy things and being swole AF. Um, I've got one of his t-shirts, Tyrannosaurus 
Force Flex, and it's an awesome shirt. It's actually the shirt that I uh, met him in uh, when he was wearing it, and I was like, dude, that's an awesome shirt. And then, lo and behold, we become fast friends, and uh, he's still doing it, still killing it. Um, definitely check him out, Lethal Clothing. Um, and uh, at checkout, just put Sean Ryan, and I'm sure he'll give you some kind of discount. So uh, check it out, uh, Lethal Clothing. Thank you.